I'm glad you're here today. We have very important news to tell you. <laughs> we figured it out, yep. I we think. Hey, Yay. cheers to, uh, to everyone. I think we did it. Oh, there I go. There's my, now I'm fixing it. All right, so hello, welcome back. Those of you who, are, who, are, who have tuned in, I bet you didn't know that on a Monday there would be a, a, a visit from, from three funky friends. As three three funky friends, will that work? Yeah, that's better friends. than three funky friends. That's better than the than the ones we were tossing around. That is for darn sure. Um, so we we're doing this now. This is a real thing we're doing. We're actually recording this, um, and and we're here to to talk to you. So what we what we were kind of thinking of what we want to do is just kind of get a chance for uh, y'all to get to know us, but for us to get to know you as well. And kind of just share, you know, what's happening here at Funky Picnic. Uh, kind of let you know uh, what we're about. Uh, you know, let you know our, our thoughts and feelings and philosophies. And, you know, just kind of kind of chat. Kind of fun chat. So we're looking at doing this. Um, you know, episodes probably won't be very long. Less than an hour, I bet. I don't yeah. have that much to say to you guys, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Uh, that's not true. Um, and then probably like, you know, every other week or something like that, I think is good. I think that's what we're going to be. Uh, I think that's what we're going to be doing. So uh, let's see. Do we introduce ourselves? I'm Harper. That's Colin. And that's Amanda. Hello. Just in case we didn't already do that. I am the brewer here at Funky Picnic. Colin? Yeah, I'm one of the uh, the owners and founders here. Uh, I head up all of our social media and the, the marketing there within that. So She's the reason you're seeing us now. She's the Facebook person. <laughs> if it weren't for that, we'd be absolutely nowhere. Um, yeah, pretty good time. If you have any comments, Amanda is running that. We'll so, see how, how well I do with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be great. We're going to multitask. Let's see how well, like, you know, let us know. One, uh, how does it sound? Does it sound terrible? <laughs> let us know. For the bad. love of God, <laughs> please let us know. Because we want this to be a, a good thing. We want it to be a fun thing. And if everything sounds like this, that's not. It, it may not be very appealing at that point. It's no, no. not fun for anybody. That, that's not a great thing. Uh, if you have any questions about just funky picnic you know at any given time just tap it on in you know how facebook live works why am i condescending to you you're a smart person why am i condescending to you where did i put in that where did i put in that thing our list of what we were going to talk about oh i know where it is that's somewhere else um so yeah i feel good about this yeah i feel good about this um, Amanda, yes. how was your week? It was great. It was great. We did a lot of stuff. I have two uh, crazy munchkins at home, so we're trying to fit as much as we can in before we head back into the throes of school. And I know all of you with kids are having a fun time with that and setting up computers and <laughs> shit like that. I don't know. This is beyond my pay grade as a parent. Yeah. <laughs> did you Did you have to like take the obligatory picture of like it's first day, oh, like first day on the steps? We have to. We definitely yeah. have to. You know, every everyone's been doing it from home on the front steps, and it's like, yeah, that's mm -hmm. just how it is now. So it's it's pretty interesting. There will be a whole second wave for all of our friends that don't have kids. I'm sure y'all will yeah. love it because then there will be this <laughs> round of, of first day of school, and then the next one, and then probably five more when they go back and forth from home to yeah. school to home. So it'll be great. Second, first day, third, first yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It'll be never ending. So you're all welcome. I feel like we are celebrating everything these days. Yes. Like I don't, I don't want to be old man so soon. <laughs> but like, I'll be walking around in our neighborhood, and we live in a like a very residential. There's schools all over, you know, that kind of neighborhood in Grapevine. And there's this like happy third grade graduation, happy fourth grade graduation. <laughs> so and so is going to middle school. It's like. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> so comes next, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that's the natural progression of it. I don't know. Maybe that does make me sound old man. But a little, but that's okay. I'm, 
you know what? I'm just going to let you guys know I am the oldest person here right now. So true, true. That's how that. <laughs> that's just how that goes. Um, Colin, how about you? How was your week? Uh, it's been all right. We actually had a pretty busy uh, Fort Worth uh, Burger Week. I think we went through about uh, three, over 300 different uh, hamburgers um, in five days. So it was a little, a little hectic um, around here. But Burger Week was insane. It was crazy. It was so busy for us. We like normally on a Wednesday, I'll be doing something in the brewery, and I could kind of peek through the windows. And see, you know, we have like, you know, several tables here, several tables here, several tables here. But yeah, on on Wednesday during Burger Week, it was just every table was full Mm -hmm. immediately before I could, before I could like realize what was happening. Yeah, and trivia on top of that too. So it was doubly, doubly packed on Wednesday. We kept, we kept hitting wait lists and it was exciting. It was very exciting. And, and to experience all of that within the midst of like doing it well and doing it right and our team really bringing it as far as making sure everything was sanitized and everyone is distanced. And I mean, it was, mm-hmm. it was really exciting to see the place packed, packed yeah, 50% out for packed. what that looks like <laughs> right. now, um, but do it well. And so it was, it was exciting to have a little bit of normalcy within, mm-hmm. within just, you know, these, these little bits of getting back to things, but yet still doing things to, to help keep things safe and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, everything we can do within our powers. So. Yeah, definite props to our, our team, both front of house and mm-hmm. back of house. They they all they all killed it and had to change on the fly Amazing. and, what, and what? be able to to adjust uh, as more and more people came in. So definitely props to them. What uh what trivia group did we have on Wednesday? Who was running it on Wednesday? I believe it was Contrarian Librarian. Contrarian. But we switched back and forth because yeah. we have <laughs> it's all beauty guy. And contrarian yeah. librarians, and they swap off every Wednesday night, so it's super fun. And they've still kept up with the um, both in-house, but also you can do it virtually. So it's really fun that you can join in at any time. That's the fun part. I I don't have Facebook, so I wish I could join in. <laughs> <laughs> like I could probably just use Rachel's, I guess. Yeah. Like that's probably the the easy way. But like those contrarian librarian, uh, they're so good. They ran, uh, they ran it at Collective for a while. Okay. And they ran a Gilmore Girls uh, <laughs> trivia night that uh, my buddy Sean and I went to. And they killed it. It was so good. <laughs> like, I went in there expecting to win. And Sean and I did win. We got, like, second place. <laughs> there, was, there was, like, one other team that I think got two more answers correct than we did. I'm not bitter about it at all. No, um, talent. But we deserve, <laughs> <laughs> we deserve that medal. Uh, but they like just, and it wasn't like sometimes I'll go to trivia nights and especially if it's about like Gilmore Girls or The Office or about a TV show or a piece of pop culture, uh, the trivia people to kind of, I feel like they're fleshing out what they're doing by throwing in uh, questions about the actor who played the main role what else did they play in? And in that extra thing, who was the so-and-so? Like, I feel like they pad what they've got with right, that kind of yeah, stuff. Right, yeah. Whereas the contrarian librarians, they had like visual, like, <laughs> whose house is this? <laughs> it's like, yes, that's perfect. Which season? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was like, well, uh, there's depends, a lot of yeah. stuff that happened. <laughs> if we want to talk about Gilmore Girls, there's a lot of stuff that happened in like the pilot episode that never happened again. <laughs> so maybe Lorelai's Jeep was a little different. Maybe uh, maybe so-and-so's house was a little different. We'll yeah. see what happens. <laughs> All right, we can cut this out later, but what's happening with this connection thing? Are we still with you guys? I think we froze. I'll go hit it. Go hit the, uh, go hit the play button so we can see ourselves. Poifect. All that to say, in between contrarian librarians and uh, Jeremy... Tall bearded guy. We got some really good trivia, I think. Yeah, always. It's all really good. My favorite thing about Jeremy is the way that he likes to enunciate. (laughs) (laughs) He really puts on his radio voice. He does does not shy away. Like, he is a tall bearded guy. Like, that is the perfect description of him. The first time I was up here around him, I was like, he is very tall, but then I'm short. So everyone's tall. Also very bearded, yeah. He is very bearded. He does not shy away from his true potential of names. So it's pretty great. I love giving him a hard time because he really does. He sounds like, in what world war? Yes. In a world. <laughs> it's true. He's like, 
He's got this kind of voice going on. It's real good. Jeremy, I hope you're listening. Right now, on Facebook Live. It's almost a little Harry Carey there. It's a little Harry. It is. It is slightly Harry Carey. It's a little Harry Carey action for you. But the noodles made out of cheese. Would you eat it? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. We uh, it's been it's been awesome to see uh, as far as like how my week was. It's been awesome to see like how our some of our small batch stuff has been really going quickly. Um, I feel like we've been like raw raw company for the past fifteen minutes. Which, but I think that's good yeah. <laughs> because we had a really, we had a really, really good week. But like, I don't know, the anti-authoritarian in me was like, "Wait a minute, hold on, this is a little too." <laughs> I'm a shill. Um, no, no, no. But it's been really great to see, like, some of our small batch stuff has been going uh, really, really quickly. We sold a Czech dark lager uh, in July, and I think it was gone in like. Three weeks? Uh, maybe less than that. Maybe more. Two and a half? Yeah. Two and a pretty, half yeah. weeks. Pretty quick. Yeah. I, I don't know what the world is. We sold a Czech dark lager in July yeah, and sold Czech out. Dark lager, yeah. yeah, and we <laughs> sold out in like three weeks. I don't. I swore up and down that that beer was going to be on until December, <laughs> that I would have so to good. beg yeah. people to so try good. it. Well, even we've had a lot of kind of higher <laughs> ABV beers kind of moving really quick. I mean, even that and uh, Black is Beautiful and even the, really yeah. Fast, yeah. And the, even the Honey Lager uh, mm-hmm. tribute to Greg mm-hmm. um, before that. So Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just the uh, the big boozy beers. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what's selling. That's what COVID times have brought us. Yeah. <laughs> just give me the big one. I don't even care. I'm already home. So, that's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got nowhere to be. That is a very good point. So, like, a lot of what, a, a lot of what I've been doing is just, keeping up um you know and we also had uh plans or i had plans you know several months ago uh for what we were going to do for a big grand you know anniversary party mm-hmm. uh i don't know if that's going to happen i don't think it's going to happen so we've just been rolling out all these beers that i had scheduled for the anniversary party <laughs> just as they're coming so that's how we ended up with the malt liquor <laughs> that's how we ended up with the roush beer uh and soon Soon, the, um, what, what is it? It's called, uh, oh, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> the uh, pink peppercorn prickly pear saison. Pink peppercorn prickly pear saison. The uh, fajita of beers. Uh, because as you, as you pour sizzle, one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like as you pour one and it walks its way across the bar, everyone looks at it and says, I want that one. Because uh, it's a nice. How going to be? How what now? It's pretty neon. It's so exciting. <laughs> like it's, 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 yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's so pink. Aerosmith wrote a song about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, it, it does it. It catches your eye. At least it did last year. We, oof, let's hope I don't mess it up. But it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. Um, what are we drinking, friends? Oh, hey. This, one just, yeah. this one's hitting the tops on Wednesday. Speaking of, look at that. See, Amanda, you're so good. <laughs> And I appreciate it. You yeah. know what I appreciate about you is you recognize a good segue. <laughs> We're we drinking Prost, Prost-toberfest. Prost-toberfest. It's our Oktoberfest, our Martzen. Is it Martzen style, Martzen lager? What is it? Yeah, just, yeah, just uh, Mertzen. Yeah. Mertzen. Yeah, I think in German it's kind of the A-E kind of squished together. That's right. This is good to know. I'm yeah. learning German, so this is good to know. This is helping me out here. Yeah. I think on one of the sheets I just put umlauts on the A. Yeah. I think I forgot yeah. that it was like A E. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. It's close enough. <laughs> but it's a uh, it's a, a Mertzen style uh, beer. You know what Oktoberfests are? You've had them before. They look roughly like this, and they're very easy going down. They are one of my absolute favorite styles of beer uh, that uh, just ever. I always I always love good lager. I always love a malty thing. So anytime the two shall meet. I'm very excited about it. Uh, I'm also very excited about this version because uh, I think it turned out pretty well. It's a uh, 5.6 ABV, 23 IBUs. I just recorded a video for it today. Cool. Uh, so you can see that in the drive, Amanda. All right. <laughs> uh, I also uh, used iMovie 
So <laughs> I've taken this opportunity well, to tell you now. <laughs> but, Do it live in public so there there's you go. no animosity. It's yeah. true. Yeah. This is a safe space. This is a safe space, so <laughs> you legally now can't harm me. <laughs> no matter how you might want to. And this is also it's, one of the beers we uh, submitted for a JBF alongside our Funny Accent ESB and our Chef Wanted to Sour uh, Boner Vice. Yes, that is true. Um, did you see somebody commented on the Berliner Weiss and said it tasted like the bottom of a margarita? Yeah, I, I <laughs> might have been here when he posted that. I might know who it is. Oh. <laughs> so we'll be having conversations. Even better. <laughs> well, because like some of the staff have been recommending it with lime. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I didn't know if that's what it was. Like he had the Wait, lime. Uh, I can't remember. I, I, I think there were a few pictures posted too, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't win them all. As it turns out. But uh, yeah, I I think that's going to be, and that's kind of something I mentioned uh, in the video, uh, just a way that we are going to be our way of celebrating Oktoberfest, or at least as far as I'm concerned, it's the first time they're hearing it, is we'll have have those three beers (laughs) on. (laughs) We'll have the uh, the Oktoberfest, the Rausch beer, and the Berliner. Three like pretty good like German style beers Mm -hmm. uh, that will pair well with just about anything that we've got here. Um, That beer cheese fondue with that Rausch. Oh, yeah. I yep. bet would be very, very good. Very good. I bet that would be very tasty. Some pretzel bites with this uh, Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it's one uh, way that we're going to be... <laughs> <laughs> Subliminal advertising. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's all... Hey, let's all take a, a sip from our glasses here. Mm. Logo's out, I swear to God. Mm. Prost-toberfest. Indeed. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's that's one thing that we got coming up. Oh, and then also, also, hold on, hold on. Oh, we're on the move. I'm professional. Don't worry, guys. It's worth the wait. Yeah. Mm. He's right in the corner. He's coming back. <laughs> this, this may be a a common theme from the video that you see later, Amanda, is me forgetting that I had a keg <laughs> and then running to go get oh, it. Cameron said that we need to be closer to the mic so that we can hear better. Oh, okay. Thanks, Cameron. Thanks, Cam- Cameron. So appreciate it. <laughs> Feedback is great. Is he fired yet? <laughs> I think it's a different camera. Oh, a different camera. Okay, good. Oh, that's actually um, <laughs> Contrarian Librarian's camera. Oh, okay. Yes. You can tell from this far away? From me, yeah. I can to be, little, uh, Jesus, to be, to be yeah. young and have eyesight. <laughs> That would be amazing. I have to have this right here, or else I'm I'm done. I can't do any of this. All right, check this out. Hey, look at this a little five liter keg. Look at that. We're gonna be selling the Oktoberfest and the Pilsner mm-hmm. and the Kolsch mm-hmm. and the Mexican Lager mm-hmm. and the Berliner and the Hef. And, uh, we only have these... three of each. Yes. And they are refilled. So if you want a specific one of those, then you better get it. Res- res- you better get it reserved. And then you can pick it up later this week when we're open. This but is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, reserve it online or yeah, mm-hmm. or come in and get yeah. there. But they are fantastic. We were testing it out the other day, and it works great. So there you go. It honestly worked a lot better than I thought it would. So to test them out, I filled it up with Texas Trill, which we still have in the walk-in, <laughs> by the way, the little keg of it. Um, <laughs> and I took it down to the to the kids at Texmalt. Uh, the kids at Texmalt were the ones that, you know, provided the malt for that. And, you know, they're just good people. And so, mm-hmm. uh, because I often work alone in the brewery, uh, whenever I have something I need them to taste, I just text <laughs> Nick, you I know, mean, like, Hey, taste this. And I'll be there in two minutes. <laughs> I just, don't worry about it. Yeah. 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 I just make them and like the people at Stubby's try <laughs> everything. So as a part of the experiment, I wanted to see like how long the beer would last in one of those. Uh, so filled it up, Took it to the guys at Tex Malt. We drank on it for a little bit. Uh, left with probably about a quarter of it left. Um, and it's still, I think it was like a week later, Amanda, you took pictures of yeah, it. Yeah, it's still kicking. The carb was still really yeah. nice in there. Um, it had a little bit of oxygen taste on it. Mm-hmm. But how would you describe an oxidized beer, Colin? 
Yeah, so with uh, any kind of oxidiz oxidization, uh, you're going to kind of get kind of stale kind of cardboard or almost kind of kind of papery notes. Uh, kind of imagine like a, a fresh ream of uh, printer paper. Um, it's fresh just kind of stale. And a lot of the bitterness will probably kind of fade off at the same time if you're dealing with a more bitter beer like an IPA or, or pale ale or, or something like that. So, yeah, definitely kind of kind of papery cardboard notes is something you need to look for if it's a beer that's been maybe sitting um, a little bit longer, especially in warmer temperatures. So... It's true. So I don't know. I think once you crack this thing, there's going to be there's going to be instructions. There's going to be a little tab here at the top where you can kind of twist it, beep, release a little bit of a allow for some venting as you pour, and then this little thing at the bottom you just pull out, yoink, and then twist it, and it pours that way. There's also a QR code on the top that says video. <laughs> you can oh, scan nice. there you go. to actually like show you how to do that. Technology. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's like printed out instructions and then a QR code for instructions as well. So is it just lined? Um, is it just lined on the inside, or is there a plastic bag, or what is? I think it's just lined on the like? inside. Okay, nice. Kind yeah. of like a big can with a spout. Big old, big old can with a. Sp hey, tell you what, <laughs> y'all want to try some of this? Uh, some of this Oktoberfest? Get yourself a big old can with a spout, right there. Can when you're done, can we get some paper bags for those? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got some. Nice uh, I got some Whole Foods bags. I got those gift yeah, bags yeah. over there. They're a bit bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, when you're done, you just rip off that top, use it as a spittoon. <laughs> oh, hey, look, people are commenting. Yeah, I don't know why. They're staying too. Hmm. Sarah King is asking if she can get directions via SMS text. <laughs> Sarah King? Yes. Absolutely, Sarah King. <laughs> Sarah King is one of my favorite people. Oh. She's a good, good person. Uh, so, yeah, that uh, I thought it was going to be more difficult to, like, fill these and, like, do it well. But it was ridiculously easy. Uh, and I was showing them off to the kids at Vector Brewing, our friends over at Vector Brewing, and I think they're going to steal this idea as well. So we have to get to it first. Yeah. So <laughs> buy this before you buy anything from Vector Brewing. Get it first, no. <laughs> <laughs> and for y'all, those that don't know, uh, Vector Brewing uh, is in kind of North Dallas, uh, the Lake Highlands uh, neighborhood. Uh, Craig Bradley and crew over there, they've been open just a few months. Actually, they opened in the middle of COVID. So they've been drinking from a fire hose kind of this whole time. So. That's true. And they got one of the coolest stickers. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a sticker that says, I'd rather be drinking a Pilsner, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> I want that one. Every time they come, they put a new sticker. Like, on our, on our walk-in, if you've been here, you've seen it. On our walk-in, we have all the brewery stickers. Very classic brewery, uh, like, stick, right? But every time <laughs> Craig has been here, he's put a new sticker on. <laughs> Three? Which I'm, yeah, which I'm it's fine with. Collection. It's our own little personal collection. So it's it's true. You got to find them all. Yeah. You got to find them all. They, yeah, the, the stickers look great. So, I mean, it's it's they almost do. like, where's Waldo for me? <laughs> like, oh, cool. And then we've got we've got some on the poles in here. I think it's someone from, oh, it was Betsy from Union Bear. Yeah, way up high. Yeah. <laughs> like way, way up at top, up by, the, uh, up by the roof. I don't, yeah, you know. Got to be unique, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you got to stand out. You got to stand out somehow. But yeah. Um, five liter kegs of that Oktoberfest. I'm so excited about yep. that. Just in time for Labor Day. Just in time for Labor Day. Tell you what. Well, we won't be open on Labor Day, but you can get your beer over the weekend to then have for yourself yep. on Labor Day. So It's all about preparation, folks. Mm -hmm. Planning is key. Planning is key. <laughs> um what are y'all going to do for Labor Day? I think we have some friends with a pool and we're going to go swimming and kind of nice. do your classic. But, I mean, pools are hard to find. Mm -hmm. Like, we, we ended up getting a stock tank pool, um, which took, like, I think we had to give an arm and a leg to get on a waiting list for, which was absurd. <laughs> We've been talking about it for years. And all of a sudden, COVID hits, and everyone's like, I want a stock tank pool. Yeah. I'm going to be at home. I might as well yeah, and jump so in. And so my hubby, he called around to all these different places. And then, you know, he talked to this little old man at a, at a fiend shop that's like, yeah, I'll put your name on the list. And I could have sworn he just, like, wrote it on a little scratch paper and, like, slid it under something. And, lo and, behold, and I will eat my words because, lo and behold, he called us. 
and we now have one. So it's been nice. pretty great. And we just <laughs> throw the kids in there, and then we kick them out so we can float. Yeah. So it's great. It's been wonderful yeah. to just have water because that's been the, the name of the game this season is yeah. finding a pool. Yeah, especially with this heat and everything else. Oh. Yeah. How about you, Colin? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> If you had a perfect labor day, what would you do? Not wear white. There's one thing. <laughs> no, no. Oh, wait. It's after? It, yeah. You can wear, I think, is it that's on? the last day? Is it like that's the last day you can wear white? Or is it like that's the first day you can't? I hope the saying is after Labor know. Day, so I guess I'm assuming as long as it's before midnight, you're Can good. Can I like show up in a full outfit of white and still be safe? Like, and is this kind of like a St. A... Patrick's Day thing where you get pinched? Like, is there a fee? I've never really understood it. I want to somehow mix up like St. Patrick's Day, Labor Day, and April Fool's Day <laughs> all at once into one into one holiday where you get pinched if you're not wearing white. Oh, okay. So apparently, the day of is fair game. Okay. Okay. Is this is this in like real time feedback? Uh, a little bit. Oh, Jesus! I don't know. This you is guys great. are great. What we see is like a ten second delay. So yeah, you guys might be getting a fairly quick turnaround. Who knows? It's it true. Ten seconds before we do. It could be <laughs> before it happens. It's true. Hey guys, check this out. <laughs> All right. And now in about five seconds, you're really gonna see. I'm sure the audio and the video are synced up. Otherwise, that'd be real weird. That'd be real weird. I, um... Oh, so Cameron, I just got that. You just got it? No, okay. Oh, we got Felipe on there. Showing up in a white Speedo is always fashionable. Thanks, Felipe. Thanks for that. And a big thanks to our staff. (laughs) Taking care of us. Bringing out the uh, bringing out the speedos. I did Ooh. actually earlier this week, and we don't have to talk about it. I did earlier <laughs> well, I this week <laughs> uh, Google Texas flag speedos. Oh yeah, for a friend. Yeah. For a friend, of course, of course. It was for a friend. <laughs> and uh, uh, tearaway basketball pants, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what. See, we love Texas here, and we'll put Texas on anything, anything. even some speedos. I tell you what, every year I think. I can't remember if it's Labor Day. I think it's Labor Day. Um, <laughs> it happens every year, so I remember. Uh, Rachel and I will have like a, a feast, uh, and it usually ends up being like our version of hot dogs and mac and cheese, you know, like, like that kind of stuff. Um, but it also sneaks up on me every year. <laughs> so I always do very little preparation. Uh, so it might be like a Sunday like uh, on Sunday, I guarantee I'm going to remember and then have to like run to the store to buy like boxed mac and cheese mm. and like veggie dogs <laughs> <laughs> and just, hey, it's our feast. So is it kind of like, do you treat it like your Thanksgiving almost? Like this is our feast. Um, it's kind of, yeah, kind of. It's like our, it's like our summer Thanksgiving. Because um, like if we, it's it's different now, but for a while, if we went out for like, Fourth of July stuff, you know, they were just, oh, well, we have chips. You can have chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rachel, Rachel and I don't eat meat yeah, is the thing. God, I'm so glad. I started, I, okay, confession time. <laughs> I started this podcast just so I could tell Facebook Live that I'm a vegan. Oh, we so can stop now. Yeah. So that's it, good. It, do you feel like you got that off your chest? Wrap like, it up. Wrap you, it you up. Well? <laughs> yeah, it's time to go. This this whole thing has been a bit. <laughs> Shut so, her down, guys. Shut so, her down. Adios. <laughs> um, but yeah, like anytime we would do like Fourth of July or you know just summer stuff, it's oh we can have some chips and watermelon. Uh, it's getting better now, just that there's more options available yeah. and, and stuff like that. So we do kind of use um, Memorial Day as like our our summer <laughs> Thanksgiving. But I was thinking today, I what I want to do next year is I want to like try out Thanksgiving recipes throughout the year and try and get them right. And then really, 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 really blow out Thanksgiving, like super hardcore. Nice. I don't know. We would have to invite all of our friends because <laughs> <laughs> there would be so much food, but like, yeah, I come up with my own weird meat alternative <laughs> to Turkey <laughs> Uh, mashed potato, uh, mashed potatoes. I've already got that on point. That's no big deal. Um, but yeah, I do like the gravy and the biscuits, 
all that. Rachel likes the green beans, so we'll do the green beans. Casserole or? She likes the casserole, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I so can't. What is your favorite meat alternative? Or, like, is it just like, why do you have an alternative? Let's just eat all the vegetables. Or... Uh, no, no, no. I'm down for an alternative. Um, I'm down for alternative. Who's the They've one? pretty creative these days, mm-hmm. so. What's, oh, and well, and now I'm not going to remember the name, but there's, oh, Beyond Meat. That's what it is. Yeah. Beyond Meat. All of their stuff is so good. Uh, Field Roast does like a really great Italian sausage. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> so, so good. I've seen some, some places they call it unchicken. I'm not sure if that's, mm. um, if that's soy based or what it is, but yeah. the, the texture is there. Flavor is, is doable, I think. So, there's, there's like I mean, what some. What does chicken really even taste like? Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes like what it's cooked yeah. in. There's like there's some stuff where there there are, uh, in my opinion, are actually really really good alternatives. Um, eggs are kind of starting to get there. Cheese is still always off. The yeah. cheese is never there's yeah. never a good cheese alternative. It's always it's not always bad, but it's never cheese. <laughs> Have you uh, have you done the one with like cashews, potatoes, and carrots? That's I think it's mostly like potatoes and carrots are supposed to get the color and the texture, and then the cashew provides like the bulk of it. Yeah, probably some of the oils in there kind of give it that kind of that mm-hmm. almost creamy mouthfeel. Like that unctuous, unctuous yeah. <laughs> mouthfeel. Thank you so much for tuning in to Facebook Live. We're the f- three funky friends where we use words like unctuous. <laughs> Mouthfeel. <laughs> <laughs> mouthfeel. Beer name called it. <laughs> I need to come up. We have a we have a Slack channel <laughs> that we use that's just beer names, uh, and half the time it's just somebody will say something like unctuous mouthfeel, and you'll just see it's usually Sam and I yeah. just rush to our phones, <laughs> and then everyone else's phone goes off, and it's just called it. <laughs> it's. How many of those do we actually use? So far, none. I think Deets Engaged is the next one I need to try and fit in. I do need a name for our uh, strawberry sour that's coming up. So we're doing... Maybe that one could be Unctuous Mouthfeel. Unctuous Mouthfeel. Unctuous Mouthfeel. And that's how you would have to order it. Unctuous Mouthfeel. Kind of bring your your hands together. Unctuous Mouthfeel. Unctuous Mouthfeel was my British uncle. (laughs) (laughs) Professor Unctuous Mouthfeel. Maybe that's our next British beer. (laughs) (laughs) Professor Unctuous Mouthfeel the third. Be a Harry Potter character too. (laughs) And he could be a Harry Potter. (laughs) And his little dog Aqueous. (laughs) Oh goodness! I think. uh, Yeah. What else? What else is there? Oh, we also did a uh, an Italian pilsner with uh, the kids next door at uh, Black Eyed Black Eyed Black Cat Black Cat Black Cat, yeah. Black Cat yeah. Pizza <laughs> Black Cat Pizza. So yeah, we uh, did a collaboration with them, a little Italian pilsner. That's the other thing that's coming up soon. I've got to uh, dry hop that next week. What makes it Italian? I tell you what, um, just dry hopping. I didn't. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was a, yeah I thought it was a lot more involved than that, but as I did my research, uh, it turns out it's just dry hopping it. Uh, the person that they attribute the style to, it's a pretty recent style. The person they attribute it to said that he wanted to brew a German pilsner, uh, but treat it like a cask ale, uh, and cask ales are typically like dry hopped for preservation and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah. Just a dry, dry hop pilsner, nice. which I'm totally fine with. That is in my wheelhouse. So yeah, that's uh, that's forthcoming as well. Hmm. So I think that's it. We talked about the prickly pear saison, the uh, strawberry sour, and the Italian pilsner. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, what else am I doing? I'm gonna try a new hazy. I'm gonna do a new hazy until I get a hazy right. I keep trying my best to do a good hazy. And then uh, we'll probably do a Belgian double after that. Nice. You know, for fun. Can we talk about our beer that we actually put out last week, our experimental series? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good call. This world isn't perfect and neither is this beer. That's what, uh, that's the series of it. So what we're going to start doing is, if you haven't seen the video, if you haven't seen the press, what we're going to start doing is, haven't seen the press? Jeez. <laughs> it's the press. It's the latest news, y'all. Extra, extra. You got to find the paper boy down the street to get Read it. Read all about it. Got his newsy cap on. Put a little Hi, white Jane. card in. It's <laughs> true. I'll tell you what. I want Colin on the horn. <laughs> Get me Sam on the blower. Uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm pictures of Spider-Man, darn it. I've been trying so hard not to cuss during this. <laughs> I'm saying words like darn it. It's real weird. The world isn't perfect and neither is this beer. <laughs> it's a series we're going to start doing. Uh, where we can experiment with new styles and new ingredients and new techniques, um, and then also uh, dedicate or dedicate donate proceeds of the beer uh, to a rotating charity. Uh, it's an idea that I blatantly stole from another brewery I used to work at, uh, but I like it. And we're all about community and giving back here, so it ties in really well with our core values. Uh, so the first one we did was a Belgian Saison is a Belgian Saison. You can get it now. It's available now. I used Triticale, which is like a wheat rye hybrid. I got it from our friends at Texmalt. It is really interesting. Uh, and then I used a, uh, Belgian Saison yeast that I got to grow up myself, like on little plates. I actually like started with like colonies, like tiny little baby, little colonies, and I had them on a Petri dish, and then I lovingly selected them as yeast deserved to be selected and grew them up in, in wort <laughs> and uh, made them large enough to put on beer. The thing that I really like about Belgian beers, and especially like Belgian Saisons, is it's usually only like a couple of ingredients, and the yeast does everything. Mm-hmm. Like with this one, it's just uh, pills and malt, triticale malt, two malts, uh, and then two hops. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And the yeast is in there. But like, Colin, you and I were talking, like we get flavors of pineapple in it. Yeah, kind of apple and pears. So there's a lot of, kind mm-hmm. of, a lot of fruity notes in there, but still even on the finish, you kind of get, um, you know, some of the clove. Because if you're kind of familiar with some, a lot of the, the Belgian yeast strains, you know, a lot of the... A lot of the flavor definitely comes from the yeast, but depending on what temperature you ferment that, you either get you know heavy clove or heavy fruitiness, and then if you're kind of in the middle, you kind of get a little bit of both. And that's kind of what I like about the style of a saison. Even if you look up kind of the the different ranges of it, I mean, you have table saison, which is just you know very low ABV. You can drink it all the time, and then you also have kind of the super strength. But then there's also light color, dark colors. So I I really like the style just because it's so versatile. And but once again, though, I mean just a few ingredients it's simple but you can make so many different things with it within the style yeah and like i was reading a thing today um a book on how to make seltzers believe it or not (laughs) (laughs) yeah the the ba just released how to make seltzers so i bought it it was on sale uh but they were talking about how in uh, like british and german styles uh historically british and german styles were mostly dictated by law by the government placing taxes uh, in the case of German beers, the Reinheitsgebot, the German beer purity law. Um, A lot of the styles are just based, like kind of morphed around, you know, these different tax regulations, whereas there wasn't that in Belgium. (laughs) So they just did whatever. But in a different way, they were actually taxed on the size of their mash tun. So that's why they did a lot of kind of step mashing because the smaller your mash tun, the less you were taxed. So you just you might extend your brew date, you know, three uh, times longer. See, but crafty, but yeah, crafty. but yeah, kind of in, in the British traditions though, it depended on the you know the resulting gravity of that. Right. So it's mm-hmm. it's interesting how different. Essentially, they were these different styles were created based on tax laws in a in a sense. So there you it's, go. It's very interesting how some, some something as mundane as government and taxes creates these different styles and. Well, and that's the, that's the point they were making in that book, too, is uh, TTB just recently changed, I think it was like 2015, whenever it was, changed their, you know, what could be defined as beer, or what beer was brewed with, yeah. and allowed for different sugars, and so now we're drinking seltzers. Yeah. That part was interesting. Hmm. All that to say, we did a Belgian Saison, and Belgians are fun. 
yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> because they are like they're, they're really really weird and there's a lot of I, I love them because a, a lot of the times they're very yeast driven uh, yeast is going to be the either yeast or the alcohol are going to be the dominant flavors and even if you look through a bunch of the history of a lot of the Belgian styles they actually kind of came out of um, gruits which were spiced with you know actual spices and herbs you know well before hops were even kind of discovered in the in the German region so that's why a lot of these Belgian styles they don't have a lot of hops if any at all even just looking at your basic Belgian wits I mean outside of the yeast you know you have kind of coriander and orange peel which kind of harkens back to that the time of, of gruits and stuff um, that they're spiced with different things they're a lot more yeah like you were saying kind of yeast driven just because a lot of these weren't you know they weren't using hops back then and then even even the spontaneous beers you know, they barely have any hops in there at all. And, you know, in some places you have to have at least one hop pellet <laughs> to be considered beer. So to kind of get around the, <laughs> the rules there, you just kind of throw it in last minute and it, it counts. <laughs> Whenever, like before he left and went to Turning Point, our friend Harrington worked at uh, co- uh, Collective. Uh, and we always, like Collective had one of those like beers that was legally technically hopped, but it was like a pellet <laughs> that they threw in there. And so we refer to that as a Harrington bittering unit. <laughs> it's an HBU. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's an HBU. And then he went from collective to Hoppy Boys turning point. And so the HBU has had some inflation yeah. over the past. Yeah, that's, that's over a thousand, the past thousand HBUs, years. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, 1,000 HBUs will actually kill you today, whereas five years ago, that would have been two hop pellets. Yep. <laughs> it, would have been, it would have been something very little. <laughs> Let's see. Do we have a... Is there any comments, Amanda? Do we need to talk to anybody? Let's see. We've had Let's some interact. very, very cheeky commentary. <laughs> Apparently, our, uh, our uncle, Unctuous, sounds like a Hufflepuff. A Hufflepuff, <laughs> a okay. A Hufflepuff. I agree. I feel like that would... Nerd alert! That would definitely be a Hufflepuff situation. <laughs> Um, yeah, Spanish lager. That could be fun. Spanish lager? Span- Isn't that the Mexican lager? <laughs> but with a European feel. With a European. <laughs> just a lot of olives? Yeah. It Maybe? could be. It do a, uh, what's the rice dish? Paella. Paella? Do a paella <laughs> lager? Paella. <laughs> and also, what do you have a shrimp garnish? Like yeah. Afterbirth. <laughs> Is that a Sarah King comment? That, that would be. That would be. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. With an oaky afterbirth. With an oaky afterbirth. We all get that reference, right? Okay. We get that from the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It doesn't need to be said. Maybe, uh, oh, so, well, I mean, honestly, yeah, that is, we are going to do that with the Italian Pilsner. We are going to put oak chips on it. So. Well, there you go. So there you go. Well done. Tying it all Thanks together. for that segue. And uh, I'm glad you mentioned that too, because I almost forgot. <laughs> uh, hey Siri, remind me to put oak chips in the Italian Pilsner next week, because oh, I already promised it to Jaime and Maddie, and they will be oh, yeah. upset. Uh, yeah, actually, Jaime was here yesterday asking about it. So. Oh, let's see. <laughs> he said, "What's, what's Harper going to add?" I'm like, oh, "I'm sure he's already done it." <laughs> I, might, I might should do that. Just omit the oak chips and then just watch Jaime and Maddie's face as they like try and find it in the beer <laughs> just like drinking it and just thinking really hard it's the SIBO effect. you know like the oak is there but it's real subtle it's real real light it's a real real light they're not watching are they yeah <laughs> yeah no this save this for a bit later on it's like when you have to take you know a little bit a little bit of the salad out for your keto friends and without the dressing and like you know like the placebo effect for them. Yeah. You know, we'll just set a little side. It'll be great. It'll be great. I want... A little mini cake for them. Mm-hmm. A non-oak chip beer. Yep. <laughs> That's what I'll do. <laughs> I'll make sure I'll keep it out. There, <laughs> there was a... Uh, I probably shouldn't say his name or what brewery he was working for, just in case. This isn't like super gossip, but it is fun. <laughs> there was a, a brewer friend of mine that I was talking to who told me about... Uh, this brewery he worked at, there were two different beers um, that ended up being the same beer. So it was like one beer, but it had two different names. Mm-hmm. And the brewery wanted to see which name, like which name was going to be the, the better. And also just kind of, they knew the response they were going to get. So kind of like playing a little bit of fun 
on the people who were coming to their uh, tap room. <laughs> so they had one keg, two taps. Two taps come from the same keg, right? And one tap is called A, and the other tap is called B, right? And they would pour A and B for the people who came up. And they would say, oh, you know what? A is really, really good, but B has a little bit more of like this kind of, <laughs> like B just tastes a little bit better than A. <laughs> like, they would sit all, there and just go on and on and on <laughs> and on. <laughs> yeah, and it's the exact same beer. We'll have to wait a while if we do it here. No. <laughs> That's true. So I would, yeah, I would. <laughs> and it, tur- it turns out the beer that won was the name, was the, uh, name that had the word butt in it. <laughs> Is that why I did it better? I, I guess it might have. Well, I mean, they do all these tests and everything, like market research and, like, you know, all, all of the you know, psychologists. And, yeah, kind of A-B and testing. And it's, it's, like, literally, you know, it depends on what grouping of words that they gave these people to, to play with and write sentences or whatever. And the, the grouping of words depends on um, – it was either, like, positive words or negative words – and if they had the positive words when they would give it back to their research marketer at the end, mm-hmm. they would be all nice and sweet and like, you know, like, oh, it's okay. Like, this is, you know, mm-hmm. take your time, no rush. But if they had like the angry words, they would be super impatient. <laughs> it's a thing. People don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah. We, you know, we're just living in this weird thing yeah. where A, A is not as good as B, even there you though go. it's the same beer. Yeah. Even though it's the same beer. Yeah, so we're going to have to start doing that. Uh, <laughs> be, that's how we end up getting cakes to move forward quickly. That's what the real experimental taps are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, what we're saying, friends, is if you don't come get the uh, Oktoberfest soon. <laughs> we'll be Amber Lager in a few weeks. <laughs> we'll be Amber Lager. <laughs> and you get to tell us which one you like best. It'll be an Amber Lager. It'll be a... Uh, I don't know, brown Euro lager. What else? Can, yeah. <laughs> what else can we call it? We can, we can take this pretty far. Brown Euro lager. There's a. Uh, I'm going to enter that into GABF next year. <laughs> Create my own category. Well, actually, we kind of see that with um, St. Arnold's Oktoberfest. I mean, they yeah. they entered it in as a. I think a Scottish, Scottish ale. ale, and they actually got a silver for it. So. Yep. <laughs> that could work. That's the. Uh, that's you always kind of have to game the GABF. You know? Yeah, it's, it's based on the, the style descriptions, not necessarily what you call it. It's true. It's very true. Um, all right. How do you guys feel about this? This has been good. good yeah. It's been pretty good, right? How, uh, Amanda, can you see how long we've been going? We have been going for 31 minutes. 31 minutes. 31 minutes. So we will definitely almost always be under an hour <laughs> <laughs> every single time. I think that'll uh, I think that'll be easy. Are there any other any other comments that we need to address? Let's see. Any for, like not from our staff antagonizing us? Um, that's that's pretty much pretty much the gist of it. <laughs> All right. Well, Cameron, you know how I feel. Felipe, you know how I feel. And uh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. You guys have to put up with this. <laughs> But I appreciate your patience and all that you do. This is a heartfelt message from me to you. <laughs> all right. Is there anything else that we need to talk about what's coming up? Are there any specials or anything we need to talk about what's happening soon? I don't think so. Yeah, Oktoberfest, mini kegs. Mini kegs. Labor Day, stock up. Oh, cans coming soon. Cans coming soon. Cans. We're going to have, like, actual 12-ounce so cans. Yeah, six so packs. Insane. Actual six packs coming up soon. Here first. <laughs> there you go. But definitely make sure that you're paying attention to the Facebook and the Instagram and all that good stuff. We we make sure that we post all kinds of things in there, updates and things going on. We have some really exciting um, events that are coming up in the next month or two that we are pouring our hearts and soul into planning and. Hopefully we can do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, getting getting really creative with all of that. It's kind of, some of it's kind of hearkening um, to the lot party that we did uh, that really went well. Yeah, yeah with JOE. Uh, yeah. We, we had to really, really shut down. Yeah. But um, we're, we're hoping to, to do some really, really cool things coming up. So stay tuned for all that. Do you want people to follow you, Amanda, on the, uh, on the, the social media? <laughs> I mean, 
weird hippie artist. So, I mean, you're welcome to. I think my thing is the biscotti lover. Yeah. For um, all the for yes, the, the weirdest the, the weirdest hippiest content. It, I yeah. mean, it's yeah, it's my art and me and my children yeah. sometimes doing weird silly things. So, I you know, you're welcome to follow me if you really want hippie <laughs> artist content. Colin, where can you do you want people following you, Colin? Sure, why not? Yeah, uh, my handle at Street Street Bruce. There might be some underscores somewhere in there. Um, <laughs> not, not sure how many off the top of my head. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, usually kind of beer focused stuff, some kind of behind the scenes stuff that we're kind of working on, and lots of pictures of uh, my dog and my wife. <laughs> there so. you go. And I don't want anyone following me. So. <laughs> Thank you so much. No, no, no. I'm on. Uh, I'm on the Instagram at Powered by Saz. Saz is the best hop in the world, and it's spelled S A A Z. Powered by Saz. Uh, that's where you can find me on the uh, on the Instagram. It's usually pictures of yeast and brewery cats. cats. Yeah. <laughs> See, he was growing yeast way before all y'all were, you know, growing your yeast for bread. What? So what? He's the original hipster. Um, <laughs> him, it's him. It's great. Is it? Is it hippie to ferment your own stuff, to, like, make your own pickles, your own sauerkraut? Is that hippie? It's a little crunchy. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if it's, like, super hippie, but it's a little crunchy. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I I was listening to a podcast, and somebody was like, oh, yeah, I knew my hippie friend would be into it. (laughs) I didn't think it was hippie. I thought it was just making your own pickles and sauerkraut. You're you're just really embracing the earth and all that it has within it. Well, that's true. on a, on a scale of <laughs> on a scale of American bell bottoms, American flag bell bottoms to drum circle, where is fermentation? Uh, right about the middle. Right <laughs> about the middle. <laughs> it actually encompasses all of that. So yeah, it's, it's not linear; it's more of a circle. Right. <laughs> it is. It is fully fully circular. Hippie dumb is a flat circle. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> you're probably going to see us. Uh, I think you will. You'll you'll see us again uh, in about two weeks. Uh, and we're going to, you know, just kind of kind of chat. If you have any suggestions or if you have anything you want to say, any comments, if you want to uh, make fun of me and my beer, that's fine too. Uh, hit us up here on the Facebook. Smash that like and subscribe button. I know that's what you kids do. Smash that button. Don't smash your computer. It won't work. And, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's keep in touch. Let's be friends. Um, yeah, hit us up. Follow us on Untapped. Um, for for all of us here, mm-hmm. my name is Harper. I think you're a great person, and uh, we'll see you later. <laughs>